Say it with your chest. Am I recording right now? Yeah, man. You're totally on. We're definitely not recording. The line's not moving. What are you talking about? It's absolutely moving. Look. Where is this? Oh, yeah. Habibi. Now it's moving. Maybe it's not moving. I just saw it move slightly. Yeah, I gotta move. Yeah, it's moving. Yeah, it's moving. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, indeed. A non-Turkey Hill episode. What, have we dropped Turkey Hill? No, we haven't dropped Turkey, <laughs> we Turkey dro- Hill. We're just experimenting. We're in the rebellious teen phase where we experiment. Yeah. A little, little Snapple. A little Snapple. No, we're know. free agents. We're free agents. We're free agents. A little Snapple. We're free, to, we're free to, you know. Going back to the candies, you said you didn't like uh, certain candies. No, so like I can't do heavy sugar. Okay, but like That's I fair. can do massive chocolate. Oh, you're you're the chocolate guy. Like I can do like massive, like copious amounts of just chocolate. Uh, all sorts of stuff, man. Like I mean, Kit Kat, mm. Oreos. Mooses, I do like Kit Kats. You know what I mean? Like right. ice cream, you name it. But like if you give me like a mound of sugar, I don't know. It doesn't really work. Yeah, you got to disguise that mound of sugar yeah. with some like. Coloring and yeah, that kind of shit. You yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying that's fair. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what, what it is. is, dude. Charles Barkley is he what is in he doing everything? Com- commercials, man. He's in every commercial now. He, he's in commercials galore. DraftKings, what a scam! People still play DraftKings. I have no idea. They must. They they like blatantly got like caught like several times too. Anyway, yeah, with one. we're not going to get into that. That's a conversation for another time. More importantly, yeah. number 41 passed away. That was sad. Yeah. That was really sad. Um, and you were saying that you're happy that humanity hasn't sunk to the point where we politicize the death. Well, I mean, it was poli- pu- publicized, <laughs> but politicized. it wasn't uh, politicized in that right. there wasn't really a strong voice out there that said something like, yeah, but he's a conservative or something like that. It was, uh, it was, it was fairly overall done i think in a very respectful way so good job america and right. that's something that i think we should take a minute to to take in because there's so much wrong going in the world and so many things that need to be fixed and it's an interesting time and whatever all et cetera, right. et cetera, that everyone kind of agrees on right but uh that was that was pretty nice to see and uh yeah. i also saw that the handshake trump uh shook obama's hand did you see the clip the 12 second clip I just saw a, a quick one. Well, it was quite honestly on en route to use the restroom. We need it, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice," but I didn't. I don't. I didn't know the details. <clears throat> so maybe I got suckered in by the headlines. Maybe there's something fake newsy Go- about Google it. Google it. You Google it. Um, you you, you want to see this? It's 12 seconds. Okay. Um, Trump moseys along. Well, you should really just just, just pull it up. Just, just pull it up. We'll edit. We'll edit out the part where you pull it up. Okay. Pull out game strong. Pull out game strong. <laughs> I'll change the channel. You don't watch Nets basketball, dude? I have... Are we still recording this? Yeah. Dude, okay, let I'm me tell gonna... you about basketball real quick. Yeah, dude, go ahead. I'm going to sound like such a huge hater. I love going to the games. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible at it. I could play decent defense, but I suck at shooting. Okay. Doesn't interest me. The NBA. You're not an NBA fan. Just... Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I'm not, a fan I'm not like NBA. salivating about basketball. What was your favorite sport growing up? Was it all Pats all the time? Was it, yeah, it was socks? Yeah, pa- Pats. Pats. Like, socks is fun, but it's 
like your buddies are they more socks or pats like pats 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 like pats sure. couch it's pats country pats. yeah for sure yeah i mean who can blame you guys yeah <laughs> got the golden boy i mean if you got how much longer do you think he has left i've always let's get into this that. right here how old is he right I, now? i have a theory how old is he right now 42 he's 42 i think 42? he's almost 43 i have a theory i believe that i have a theory uh, okay. I, I believe that he's going to play for three more years and i mm-hmm. believe he, i think he'll play two more full years right i think that in the third year he will just be completely just overwhelmed that, you like, think there's going to be a point where he's just, just going to fall off he's just going to fall off a cliff it's just going to be like it's going to be worse than Peyton Manning. It's just going to be like yeah, right. I don't think it's going to be a slow decline. Yeah, you're right. It's just going to be. Uh, I think. I mean, as much as I like, I don't want to be like, oh, he's going to be great forever. Yeah, he's yeah. the best. Yeah, and he is the best. Listen, I'm a Jets he is, fan, but there's I'm a there's Jets a time fan. when Jordan's no longer Jordan. You know, except Jordan's always Jordan. Look, I'm a, I'm a even Jets. though the kids these days probably just know him from a crying meme, as so it's commonly said. Yeah. You know? But Look, Jordan's always Jordan. We're talking about football. I understand that, but I'm talking about big icon class no, of the sport. Let's just talk about football players. Let's just talk about all-time NFL players. Yeah. Let's just talk about all-time NFL quarterbacks. Just okay. for one minute. I believe Tom Brady's the greatest to ever play the game. Yeah. I also believe LeBron James is the greatest to ever play the game. Like, I, I, I'll make both arguments no problem, but the point is this. I don't know what the point was. I think, yeah, here's the point. It was a blunted point. That's that's what's <laughs> up. My point is this. I think he's going to play two more years, and I think he's going to play at a high level. What you're seeing him do now is just dink and dunk the ball. You're not even seeing him. You see him drop back. He watches the safety. He watches the linebacker. Boom, Edelman. Boom, Gronk. Like That's yeah, all yeah, yeah. he does now is three, four-yard dunks, and he's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to complete 85% of his passes. Yeah, he's very safe. And he's going to throw the ball like 37 times and complete 32. Yeah. For, I don't know, like two it's and a quarter. Safe, for right? like 230 yards. Yeah, but he also has a cannon when he needs it. But he doesn't ever let the ball go. He never stands back. He doesn't get hit, is what I'm trying to tell well, you. Well, yeah, you can't get hit. He doesn't get touched. I know. So, And he shouldn't. He's not going to take those shots downfield, and that's why they got rid of Brandon Brooks. Yeah, who's a long-range um, option. Not Brandon Brooks. What am I saying? You're thinking of... Who am I thinking of? I was going to say some bullshit. Number but, 14 uh, for the... Um, for the Rams. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cook. Brandon Cook. Cook. Brandon Cooks. Cook or Cooks? Cooks. Cooks? Captain Hook. Cook. Anyway. <laughs> no, I think it's Cook. 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 Yeah, it's, it's not plural. It's Cook. He it's can singular. play. Singular. And they got rid of him because they said Tom's not going to throw him the ball. Yep. Tom's not going to take that chance. He's not going to stand back there for four and a half seconds, wait for a guy to go 20 yards down the field. He's not going to do it anymore. So... The Pats, he can do that for two more years. I mean, there's no reason why he couldn't. I bet you our female audience is loving this conversation right now. There's some there's some females who like sports. True. Don't hate True. on the females. I, I that understand way. that, but it's Tom Brady for goodness sakes. Universally loved. I mean, look, I'm a Jets fan. You're like, Jet- like oh, you know, how I mean? do like, I like you? I'm supposed to hate him, but what do you want me to say? He's the greatest quarterback to ever play. Like, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, thank you. There's objectiveness in sports. Like, there are things that are just true. This is one of those things. Tom Brady, if he's not the best, is one of the top three to ever play the game. That's I mean, like in the realm of TV. I'd throw Ellen DeGeneres up there. <laughs> Let's random. be serious. That's random. No, no, I'm but <laughs> trying to appeal to a wider audience, okay, Josh? Jeez. Go ahead, my man. Go ahead. No, because like you're saying, like 
What's going on there? What man? is going on? They're, little, they're playing like karate at the Nets game. <laughs> what is this? They're playing karate at the Nets game, bro. What a scam, karate. Karate? Karate? Karate is a scam. You think it's a scam? That shit they teach kids? That's a scam. If you're doing like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you're going to a boxing gym, you're doing a legitimate combat sports training for kids. You think it's bullshit? Or karate, that's pretty entry-level stuff. I think it's total bullshit. If you take like a Muay Thai <laughs> black belt versus a karate black belt, yeah. who would you put your money on? Muay Thai, bro. Muay Thai would destroy that guy. Wreck him. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu versus wreck him. Totally karate wreck. black belt. Just wreck the shit out. I'm a third degree black belt. Ha! My wreck. dad can beat Just up your dad. This guy will rip his arms off. Just forget it. And you know, how, how How do you think it started? What do you think are the origins of karate? Oh, I think it's got legit origins. I think so. But like the, the pediatric or the uh, the children's karate yeah, that they like were you like... show up and they give you a white belt. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a show. Let's be serious. Yeah, it's a show for kids. It's a show. Yeah, they do it for the kids. Yeah. Don't be an adult going and doing that. Unless it's legit. There's legit karate and there's like karate like... Is there like real combat karate? Oh, yeah. For real? Yeah. Like legit martial arts karate? Yeah. yeah. Not, not the stuff that they're like... In a formal laundromat that was converted to a karate studio, no, bring your like, kids 90 bucks a class. Do they like show up and like, yo, I have 50 on red? Dude, I was reading about that in the New Yorker. Dude, literally. Oh what my happened? God. Dude, listen. I'll show you the article. I hand to God. Okay. There is this place in New York City where quite literally men fight. It's Fight Club. It's a fight club? Well, it's a we fight can't club. talk about it. No, you can talk about it. It's Josh. Public. No, no, listen. Josh. <laughs> I, do you... I mean, have you seen the fucking movie? Have you read the book? Okay, it's not like a fight club like that. Um, it's publicized. It's in One World Trade Center. And you can show up between the hours of like 3 and 7. It's in, it's in an office that they just converted. And they just made a, 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 a ring of some sort. And you can show up there. It's free, free drinks. You pay a cover. And you place a bet. Who's fighting? People from the office, like upstairs. Get the fuck out. I swear to God. Legit? Legit. That sounds like some 1980s corporate life debauchery. Dude, it's just 2018 in New York City. Like, I will show you the article in last week's New Yorker, or maybe it was two weeks ago. But dude, like, I'm telling you, like, nuts shit. That's pretty wild. I'd love to go there. Dude, like, it's 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 in One World Trade Center. I think it's like the 180th floor or something. Like, Get out of here. I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm telling you. Real open shit. Open to the public? No. It's got to be like you know a guy that can get you it, in. It wouldn't be in the New Yorker if it was open to the public. That's pretty wild. Isn't that, that crazy? That is pretty wild. I'd be so interested to go. I'd that be so intrigued. Nuts. That is nuts. It's who the licensing commission like commissions a fight? How does that work? Or is it two guys like sparring? Like They're throwing hands. Gloves? No gloves? They got headgear on? No? Gloves, like headgear. It's boxing. Boxing gloves or like MMA gloves? Or I don't know. Like, this is pretty wild. <laughs> is it boxing? Is it kicking? Is it... I think can you throw kicks? I think it's just boxing. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'd be more inclined to believe that. If they're throwing like kicks and bows no. and like kneeing each other, I'm like, I don't know if that's... No. It's, it's, I'd be very impressed. No, not like that. They're just cranking back on arms, giving people arm bars and triangles and stuff. 
That That'd fucking be project wild. was a massive disaster, you prick. <laughs> just, just tap out, bitch. <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. You're not marketing material. <laughs> That's an interesting way to have a healthy corporate competition. So what the fuck it is, bro? Google gives you, you know, three months maternity. New York City gives you a punch in the freaking face. Yep, that that that's certainly what New York City provides everybody universally. Dude, walking you, I was we were talking about this earlier. When you walk, you were making someone was making bird noises. That someone was me. That someone was you. I like how you say you were. No, no, somebody was. I'll edit that. <laughs> no, no, keep it in. That's hilarious. Anyway, you made bird noises, and nobody even gave a shit. They just kept walking. Yeah. Well, why would they, right? It's like, like oh, it's a fucking bird. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's just really funny. That's all. I mean, but that's true. Like, if you're going from point A to point B, you don't give uh, a rat's po- posterior about, uh, which is hilarious because I'm selectively cursing and not cursing. Uh, you don't give a rat's posterior. You don't curse on the even numbers. About, uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? Like at 842, you don't curse. Oh, like, fair. Yeah. Is it 843? <laughs> All right. I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> um, Dude. No, but but what's on my, in my path? You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, I got to get here. Okay. Like headphones in, so you're get, me get Boston, in stride and just hustle. You're telling me Boston isn't like that No, Boston's all? like that too. Every city's like that. But New York City more so, I think. Because there's just so much more stimulation and sound. Excuse me. And uh, all kinds of other random things you have to deal with. I think I'm going to sound like a total jerk. I think the most annoying way to get me to endorse your cause is to stick a fucking piece of paper in front of me when I'm moseying along about my business throughout the day. Who's, who's doing that? And being like, oh, sir, would you like to help the the children that are starving and being abused and neglected? I mean, yes, I inherently want to say yes to that. Right. But you got to understand that I have somewhere to be and I hate to sound like crass and but like I'm on a tight schedule and there's a reason I'm hustling right now. Like this is my lunch break. I'm right. going to Chipotle, goddammit. I haven't eaten anything right. in the last 12 hours, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've slept for maybe four. I'm going to get food and then I'm going to go back to my work. So please, yes, I, I think, you know, child slavery is terrible, but I need to just do my own thing. <laughs> right. You know, so I don't know. Right. Does it, I mean, it must work because they keep doing it, right. right? You know what? I actually but almost It's so frustrating. I almost to do worked, that. I almost worked for that cause, for a cause like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the causes are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I just feel like I there's a better the way. I needed money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You went to work at a charity to make money. <laughs> no, bro, they pay you. They advertise on Craigslist and shit. Yeah, I was in college. To stand out and just hand flyers in, yeah, in front of like people. Six bucks an hour. Wow. Yeah. The porno. Totally. Yeah, totally. I Interesting. I, I did it for like a So day. you're like a hitman. You're like a contractor. You're like, yeah, I'm, uh, give me your flyers, whatever it is, I'm going to hand them out. What happened was we went out to like train. Okay. Like we just like went out on the streets and started talking. Like me on the streets, like I just started talking. Like, hey, what's up, man? What's up? Let me talk to you about this for a second. All right. Or no, man, I'm good. And I would just do that like all day. And I did it for one day. And like I just talked to a lot of people. And like I was like, I'm not going to. Do people do bite? I mean, uh, they must. Yeah, I mean, I'd say if I if I stood there for an hour, I'd probably talk to two people, three people. Okay. Yeah. For how long? Genuinely interested, like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty meaningful conversation, yeah. I guess. 10, you know, 15, 10 yeah. 15 minutes is a lot from just being randomly yeah. stopped on the street. No, no, the people who stop, they want to know. They're like, all right, where is this going? What's happening? Like, what what chapter are you with? What's your, what's your cause? Okay, like, right. You know, how much can I give this? Well, what happens if I give that? Like, you know, there's questions. 
Yeah, and I don't know, but it was bullshit and I couldn't do it, so I stopped. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to give, I'm going to give uh, directly to the source. I'm going to go buy drugs for them. No. I'm um vegan but, with my charity. <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. Um, no, I mean, if I'm going to give something, I find like a homeless guy, I'm like, hey, you want a sandwich? Let's right. go get a sandwich. Or, what do you want me to get you? I'm going to 7 Eleven. What do you want? You know? Right. Yeah, That's no, kind of how it. I do my charity. I, I mean, I do it on like a, a big scale sometimes, like I said, with that donation previously yeah. that uh, we did in sort of my father's name, which is uh, as a thank you as well. Yeah, I thought it, really was, cool. it went to a good good place. But um, yeah, I don't know. I tend to give on like a small scale, like in every day and try to do it a little bit intentionally. I don't know why it, it feels good, but it's just a good thing to do. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, but then there's some people like um, when I live down in Greenwich Village. Yeah. There's one guy, he's like, uh, I'm, I'm hungry, I need food or whatever. I'm like, all right, let's go to McDonald's. Like, I'll get whatever you want. He goes, no, no, I'm, I'm not kidding you. This guy told me he was a vegetarian. Get out of here. I was like, I can't deal with this. Like, I'm get literally here. beggars being choosers right now. There's like, get out of here. yeah, he's like, I'm a vegetarian. I don't know if he's trying to hustle money out of me. Obviously, he's trying to hustle money out of you. I uh, wouldn't think of that he's like, excuse he's like, what uh, he'd use. Yeah, right. I know. I'm being facetious. <laughs> God but, damn, um, man. He said, I'm vegan. He's like, I'm, uh, no, he said, I'm a vegetarian. Jesus. I said, you know, they got salads and they got French fries. And he's like, no, no, it's in, it's in pork fat. I'm like, uh, it's fried in uh, pork fat or something. I was like, no, it's not. It's peanut oil. It's not even peanut oil, actually, because it's peanut allergies. It's just canola. It's just yeah. sunflower oil. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh it was just so funny i was like this is too much like sorry i'm not giving you a damn fucking cent <laughs> i'm, a, Dude, I'm like you're gonna hit me with new that york. that's such a new york thing nah man i'm cool i'm like <laughs> nah, nah man i'm cool i'm a vegetarian i'm a vegetarian homeless hungry guy all right man well i tried to do my good deed all right so screw you have a good night <laughs> that's crazy man yeah that's absolutely nuts it's pretty funny yeah I was like, you just tell me you want to go buy crack, dude. You might as well just tell me that. I'd be like, you know what? Here you go. Here's 20. <laughs> I've seen someone say, I want money to buy weed. Like that I've seen. Yeah. And like, while I didn't give him money, I totally would give that person money. I would too. If I saw that, I, yeah. I, I, realistically, I probably would. It doesn't bother me. Because it's like, it. yeah, yeah you, you probably have a bleak and yeah. not a great existence as it is. Yeah. Why not something to help you ease the, the Does pain? that make us bad citizens that we want our homeless people to do crack? I'm just saying. No, look, not look. crack. I don't want to do crack. All right, let's say there. I think there's drastic, huge difference between crack cocaine and smoking some marijuana. (laughs) It's totally different. Let's say you got a homeless guy on the street who said, yeah, man, I want money to buy weed. He'd be like, yeah, all right, no problem. He's probably being honest. If I'm being honest, I would. I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem. Well, the whole thing about marijuana is I really don't have a problem with it. Um, Above a certain age, because you don't want to basically stunt some. So, given our backgrounds. Like my parents are obviously very yeah. anti-marijuana. Are, are yours the same? Um, or what was your dad? Yes. Uh, and I don't know if it was uh, because it, it's very funny because uh, given you see how bizarre and peculiar I am, my dad had similar peculiarities. I don't know if he... <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no, he we didn't have <laughs> no 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 Tourette's or anything like that. Throwback. Uh, that's a throwback. Uh, and for all those listening, shout I'm, out to if, Romano. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a great guy. <laughs> About marijuana, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my dad was more okay with it than he led on, but he had to be like, "I'm the father. I can't endorse this." Okay, but the, and my the, mom was like, "Yeah." It's kind of a moot point as long as it doesn't hinder your daily activity. 
I mean, it's not, I'd rather have you not do it or people not do it. And it's not necessarily seen as a great thing, but she's more, she's kind of okay with it. That's really interesting. So the general like attitude in your family is more, is not totally, totally tolerant, but it's not like, oh, closed minded. No. Right. So that's no, funny. because it's, it's a balance and my parents are a balance of, of old, I mean, old school. So like they were truly 50, 50 old school, new school. That's really cool. You know, me, I'm probably like 25% old school, 75% yeah. new school. Yeah. But no, they weren't like totally. They were pretty mellowed into the system. Yeah. That's pretty good dope. They were, they were pretty in tune. They weren't absolutely clueless. We'll put it that way. That's very As dope. like most parents are like, oh, God, kids don't do that. That's very dope. Teenagers don't consume alcohol. That's ridiculous. That's very dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they were um, very, very uh, guiding in respect to that. And uh, I think respect for things like alcohol were instilled at a fairly early age. Not to say like, oh, at 10 years old, I was getting rocked with my family. But it was there was a it was a respect and brought up culture around it. Um in terms of alcohol and, 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 in moderation and knowing limits of things, you know? So it wasn't like the first ounce of freedom I got. I was like, I'm going to go and have somebody buy alcohol for me. Ha ha. It's like, no, I've, I've drank alcohol before. Like I got it. Thank you. I understand it. That's really important. It's very important. It wasn't like that for me. Yeah. Uh, my family is very, very, very conservative, like conservative to like just, what is the conservative value? That's the value I identify with. It's not like there's no conversation. There's no, there's absolutely no like influence on something that is. And like marijuana, gays, just, right. you know what I mean? Like that's just what it is. Um, and there was no, so I actually didn't go to a co-ed school. The first time I was in a co-ed classroom was in NYU. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because when I went to middle school, I went to an all-boys middle school. Okay. To an all-boys high school. I went to an all-guys high school as well. And then I went to Yeshiva, which has a female school. I didn't know that. But it, it's, classes there are, is, it's segregated like that, huh? The classes are separate. We have a sister school that's right here. Right. As I'm sure you know, Stern. Oh, okay. So I used to spend a lot of time in Midtown because there was a shuttle. Right. So there's a sister school, but we're up in Spanish Harlem, man, in Washington Heights. Right. And they're in the heart of fucking Midtown. You feel me? Very so interesting. Like, even though we're sister schools, you really have to make a, tr a hike a, to get a there. trip. You got to make yeah. it worth it, so to speak. Yeah, you got the broad got to be cute because that's far. Hey, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I, I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's got to be some kind of connection to give the uh, time commitment. I understand what you're saying. Anyway, um, so when I got to NYU, it was the first time that I was in a co-ed classroom in my life. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I went to an all guys high school. That's that's about that like? it. Uh. Honestly, you know, uh, the main thing that everyone pokes fun of is like, oh, all kinds of either homophobia or you uh, being a homosexual or whatever. It's complete, complete BS. It was a great time. Had a blast. Yeah. Um, there were some of my peers that in turn uh, were I knew that were homosexuals at the time or have come out. And that was kind of always dice because also, you know, it's a Catholic institution. But uh, it's it's fine. 
Uh, I still am in touch with a good amount of my friends yeah. and my peer group and my friend group is uh, is from that high school. Nice. It was a good bond. It was a good time. Nice. And See, it not- was, I mean, absurd. Looking back, just ridiculousness. Uh, and things, you know, that you could clearly not get away with in a co-ed environment. Like, like what? You got away. Like oh, tomfoolery? Just like, tom, total tomfoolery. Just total like Total chaos. tomfoolery. Just chaos. Just like wreaking havoc. Yeah. At every corner. Yeah, it was, it was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Just drive your teachers crazy. Yeah, those poor teachers. But I've also had two of my best teachers, I think, in my life to be from that institution yeah. that have had an impact on yeah. me. That's pretty cool. Shout out to my bio teacher, Mr. Dupre. What's up, Mr. D? And uh, my English teacher, Mr. Edson. Mr. E. Those were the be- hands down, even to this day, if I had to pick top five like teachers that taught and had a passion for being a great instructor, communicated the material perfectly, yeah. were really vested in you learning were those two guys. Yeah. Two of them are in my top five and the rest are in graduate. Uh, How about Romano? He's up there for sure. So Romano's number one for me. Romano really had an impact on me. Yeah. Dude, he, the thing with Romano is, is that he's not even a great teacher. He's just a great, he has so much passion. Yeah. And energy and wants to communicate the points. Right. He doesn't really, yeah. He, he's not like teaching you from like a, you know, like a lecture perspective. He's just giving you like how it really works. He's like, these are facts. You have to know this. Yeah. Know this mechanism, this know is, this, this know this, know happens. this, know this. This is why it happens. This is the story. Oh, and by the way, here's the mechanism. And if I really hold your hand, I'm going to draw you through right. every single electron, how right. it's going to go. Okay? Nobody, now you know that yeah. reaction. And nobody Bingo. ever does that. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. Because yeah. when you take, say, organic chemistry or any other class. Um, Self-loathing millennials. We'll go orgo on you, bro. Stay ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay ready, people. Um, they don't, they, they tell you, this is the reaction, go learn it. And they'll draw it out once for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then like, if you miss it there, right. it's like you got to go to YouTube and find right. that homie. You're right. not, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, we, we talk about education a lot, but the whole system is, is, is just, it's just broken. But anyway, another conversation for another day. Yep. Um, where were we? Where were we? I don't know, but I'll throw a curveball for you. Go for it. BB Netanyahu. You know, I asked myself earlier this week, what's really going on with BB? Yeah, what's going on with BB? Here's the long and short of it. He he and his wife almost certainly have committed bribery and what do you call the thing where you use tax dollars for personal gain? Whatever. Evade whatever it is, but essentially mm-hmm. embezzlement. Embezzlement. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um he hasn't gone to court yet, but technically, if technically he can go to court, he can't. He can technically. Oh, he can. He can. Okay. Um, but he he doesn't want to go to court before an election, and the, the way the election works in Israel is that they can pretty much call an election at any time. Oh, very interesting. So they're thinking about calling the next election in April, but there's no real opposition to it. Wait, so you're to tell me that we can just be like, it's been three days, let's throw an election? No, no, not like that. If the parliament calls for it. So what are the grounds for calling an election, though? 
Who as knows, as, right? As long you as, didn't know we were going into Israeli law here. No, I don't know the I don't know the answer, but as long as the Knesset comes out in a majority and says we don't the, believe what was that? What was Knesset that term? is the um yeah, educate me here. I have no idea. Knesset means means uh Knesset in Hebrew means Meeting of the Minds. Meeting of the Minds, indeed. Okay. Indeed. When people come together in a forum. I gotta incorporate that in my uh Knesset. Yes. Okay. So they, if they, I think there's 64 members, I think if they get a majority to, to motion for a vote and they vote, they're like, we don't fuck with this. Why guy are there 64 members? I don't know. Wouldn't you want like an odd number, so that way there's I not think, like I think an it's even, an even split? number, because Israelis, dude. Because Israelis, well, we like what? <laughs> anyway, <never laughs> if you mind. understood Israelis, everything is a fight in Israel, dude. You could, you can, you can buy like a bag of figs from somebody in Israel, and they'd be like, how much? You know, you know yeah, um, nine shekel. Oh, no problem. No, eleven shekel. Like, bro, what the? Like, like, oh, like, after the yeah, uh, the yeah, uh, transaction and deal has been yeah, consummated, they change the terms. Or before, yeah, dude, Israelis, they just always want. They're always looking for a buck. They're always hustling, and there's always like a fight. Like, you can agree on something, you'd be like, yo, nine shekel, be like, all right, fine. Like, yo, you know, I really give you a great deal on that bag of figs. Like, yeah, you did, thank you, know you. I mean? nine like, shekels. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll. I don't know what the word is, but there's a word in Farsi called menat. Menat means when like. You give somebody something, but like you make them feel like shit about it as you do. Oh, you like guilt them. You guilt them as you're giving them something. So it's like, yeah, you know, oh, it's, like, it's like that shitty giving. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. you can have it, but you're a fucking asshole. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just make like how you, people feel when they pay their taxes. Oh, essentially. Yeah. And they're like, ah, take it, U.S. government. Fine. I love you. Yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> we call that menat. Anyway. Interesting. Um, menat work. <laughs> that's funny okay sorry dude where were we uh we're talking about bb okay so basically there's no real opposition to him i i feel like he's well received and because he's been there for so long right and he's done such a masterful job of pussyfooting around the right and the left no one really wants to get rid of I, him i love that term he's, he's pussyfooting that's all pussyfooting. he does he's a pussyfooter is that a politically incorrect term to use why? I don't know. One who pussy's foot. I don't even know what the, <laughs> how, how, where did that idiom come from? <laughs> a pussy footer? It, it, it has nothing to do with, with a woman's vagina. It's nothing, to, no, not at all. I, I don't understand. Pussy foot is like when you. I know, you like flutter around the top. Yeah, like a, like a cat, like the way a cat what is? Of, where did the, oh, like a. A, a pussy foot. Oh, yeah. okay, like the cat's like putting their foot yeah. out to like feel yeah. the water or yeah, something. you call that a pussy foot, yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't know, that I didn't know that. Uh, okay, that's what that like is. When, okay. a, when a feline. I, I've heard the idiom, obviously. I didn't yes. know what it, like, you know, you know right. they, it's we, timid and like, yeah, yeah okay, I got it. I got it. So we have I a cat. Know that. We have a cat down in Florida and like, I, dude, cats are weird as hell. Cats are very weird. Dude, you always scheming? It's like they always have like, yeah, a, they're, they always we've have. We've talked about this, haven't have we? Have we? We must have. They're schemers, man. <laughs> they're such schemers. Schemers. They're total schemers. Um, what was I saying? About BB. Okay, so basically that's a deal. Is but, he going to get caught? He's not gonna. Or he's no. not gonna get whacked because nobody wants him gone, and they're not gonna bring him to trial. Interesting. And the attorney general is like, "Yeah, we'll see." Yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. Dude, politics is so dirty now. It's like it's gotten to the. It's gotten dirtier. Oh, dirty. Well, if you ain't dirty, you ain't here to conduct politics. Dude, dirt, politics has turned into it. War of attrition, dude. It's just turned into a bloodbath. I have one for you. Ready? In West Philadelphia. No, I'm just kidding. Nebraska school principal. You hear about this? 
Tell me. All right, this is great. Let me... Uh, Tell me. Here we go. Elementary school principal in Omaha, Nebraska. I've been there. Omaha, Nebraska? I've been there. Oh, man. Twice. Is in administrative leave after asking teachers to not celebrate Christmas in the classroom. Let me continue. In a memo, the principal, Jennifer Sinclair, uh, wrote the following. Hold on, let me find this. This is hilarious. According to Sinclair, the shape of a candy cane and its color strongly represent Christianity and Catholicism and should not be allowed at the school. Historically, the shape is a J for Jesus. The red is the blood of Christ and the white is a symbol of his resurrection. What are we talking about right now? Candy canes. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. It's not allowing <laughs> you candy You understand canes. why you need to like double check what we're Correct. talking about. Okay. This is a Go ahead, sir. Carry on, my good sir. Of yes. People who are in charge of teaching kids in this place saying that candy canes are a Christian symbol, the J is for Jesus, and they shouldn't be allowed during the holiday season. Okay. Do they literally not have anything else to preoccupy their time with? First of all, a. Can, we, can we just say... Second of all, that's completely erroneous and bogus. <laughs> Before we get into this, candy corn. In or out? Out. I'm in on candy corn. You're in on candy I'm corn? I'm in on candy corn, dude. The man... Let's, let's rewind the tape. I'm the in, man that's like, if you give me a mound of sugar, that's disgusting. I, I can't eat more than three or four of them. You get very sick very quick, right? You're like, oh, this is so sugary. I can't... You can do like one or two. But that's I like it. that sort of like tingle. I like the, I like the kick. It's, it's too kinda, much. Too sugary for me. Way well, too sugary. I don't want to eat bags of it. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to eat bags of it. But I can't. Like two or three? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, go ahead. So, so this is a public school? This is a... From what I understand, school. yeah. A public school. In a very conservative red town. I'm assuming so. I don't know. I've been there. Omaha it's, is it's pretty, pretty red. red. It's, Omaha is red, man. Omaha is medium rare. I like Omaha steaks. You know Omaha steaks has nothing to do with Omaha? I know. <laughs> you it's a terrible name. I love it. That's you know? a whole other topic. <laughs> Dude, I know, man. I'm the, in the marketing play on Omaha steaks is all time. Yeah. That is... If, if you're in the Hall of Fame of heists, that's, that's Omaha right there. Steaks is top five. Yeah. Dude, Omaha, do you know what Omaha Steaks is? Do you know the deal? Give me the de- I don't. There are parts of Omaha Steaks I don't know. So I don't know the what full do you story. What do you mean give you the lowdown on Omaha Steaks? Like the drop shipping of steaks, how that shit works and how it's bullshit that yes. it's not from Omaha? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know all about that. So essentially what they're saying is we're going to mass produce. I shit about that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We're going to Go mass produce and mass pack low-end steak yeah and overnight it to people in an ice box yeah and make what like 20 30 percent gross margin on shit steak shit steak yeah and people are gonna love it because it's gonna sound great yeah it's all about sounding it's branding man like trump steaks how hilarious is that dude trump steaks is an all-timer too that is hilarious <laughs> trump steaks is a good one trump steaks Oh my God! You see that commercial? He goes, "The stakes are high, and I know because I make the best ones." And he's cut. I'm like, "This is ridiculous." What? Yeah. Like, dude, why? Okay, explain this to me. Why is it that Supreme? Okay, so the Trump idea was very simple. It was it was all sub brands, right? It was all like co branding. It was the Trump name on. Yeah, it's X, the y, marketing, Z, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. But isn't that what Supreme is? Uh, partially, yes, but partially also there's. Uh, 
it's it's brand inertia part of it and part of it is uh some streetwear with some artists and uh dude it's that not carry a high premium they put it on jansport knapsacks they just put the logo on it and they call it the supreme knapsack i understand it's a collaboration with their brand their brand influence is boom put on that and then the price goes up that's the economics of it they put them I'm, on louis yeah yeah and those louis are ridiculously expensive yeah more so than they would have been just Louis. I don't want to live in a world where we slap Supreme logos on Louis. Well, you live in it no matter what. That's what the market I'm, is dictating. I'm not happy with that at all. Yeah, I, but Louis is going to do it as long as they know they're going to make money out of it. That's that's market economy at work. If that brand's got a certain following and people are willing to pay the price, why wouldn't you want to partner with them? Tell me why Supreme works. I don't get it. I, I, I it started off honestly, as a street skateboard place where a bunch of guys would just basically smoke weed and sell like t-shirts and just hang out right to just a huge huge streetwear brand why what's the big deal they're what's just the putting the logo on other shit nike yeah. makes products that are nike products they make their own products as well they do but some of the products most of their collaborations are not no those are just the ones you see they started out making their own products but the ones that really fetch a pretty penny are their collaborations and they just produce not a lot of it on purpose. Correct. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's artificially controlling the market. And they make pretty cool things. Is their shit good quality? All the stuff I've gotten. I've got a couple of their jackets, a backpack of theirs, and a North Face like beanie. Yeah. Like collab. It's good quality. I think it's a little overpriced for like t-shirts and some sweatshirts, like their champion sweatshirt collaborations and stuff like that, are like 160, 170 bucks. That's crazy. Maybe 150 dollars. Yeah, nuts, man. Yeah, but it's swag, right? It's the branding. You're paying for the brand, man. Don't think that you're getting instrumental value out of it. You're pay paying part of a brand. Like a Lamborghini in parts is not worth the same as a Lamborghini is, you know, from a performance standpoint. It's not worth. There's there's brand image you're buying with it. Man. Everything that you're buying has brand image with it. That's your crazy. MacBook is not worth what you think your MacBook is actually worth. I understand you're that. You're paying for the brand. However, Apple, Everything is you're paying Apple for the brand. Apple has innovated products. They've done different things with hardware. Apple has evolved as a company. Yeah, They've they have new been styles. In the music game. Yeah, I mean, you can't really compare Apple to Supreme. My question isn't inherently like what's wrong with it. My question inherently is why do Supreme work and not the 10,000 others? Because of their adopters, their followers, their supporters, and honestly, their products. They're catchy. They were the first lifestyle brand, it feels like. And now everyone wants to be a well, lifestyle brand. Well, what is a brand. lifestyle brand? Supreme. No, Supreme is a street skatewear brand. That's a lifestyle brand. Okay, then what's Chanel then? Not a a high fashion brand. That's a lifestyle for some people. Okay, that's a lifestyle brand too. There like everything's a lifestyle. Everything's, what's Apple? Apple's a lifestyle brand. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta get your watch, your phone, your laptop, your tablet, your TV, and all this bullshit that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. And it's all in aluminum, so it's completely not biodegradable and not First of all, it's aluminum. Aluminum. Second of all, you have a Samsung watch and a Samsung phone. Yeah. So? Yeah, I'm in the other camp. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really the only thing the market really has to offer and some maybe third parties. I think it's really interesting. Can we talk about this for a second? Let's do it. Let's talk about technology for a second. Did you know that every kiss begins with K? Also great marketing. Isn't that great marketing? Great marketing. How witty is that? Great marketing. Well, it's not just that it's witty. It's that they've done it for so long. So like yeah. now really every kiss begins with K. Like they've done for so many years. It just burned in there. It just burned in there. They just Like tough acting to knacking. They were just like, dude, we're going to. You remember that? Yes. With John Madden. They were just going to brute force market that thing. They were just going to like say it a million times. Oh, saying things a million times. Do you remember that commercial for Head On? No. 
apply directly where it hurts head on apply directly where it was like this fucking cream that you would like rub on your forehead and it was supposedly alleviated headaches which first of all i don't know what the mechanism of action for that is <laughs> but that'd be very interesting to learn crack cocaine and then it's like yeah you just rub this stuff on your head and like it relieves your headaches and their whole commercial was like they'd come on tv at obscure times and all you hear is head on apply directly where it hurts head on apply directly where it hurts head on and like it's like red and yellow letters and it's flashing and shit. Like, how is that a thing? Wow. I don't, I don't, I didn't hear that. Yeah, one. They just, that's all commercials are. Or like when you listen to the radio, it's like, it's brought to you by like Steve Wilson, Mitsubishi. Dude, the- <laughs> I saw an infomercial for clap on and it was more old school than it was old school back then. They made it grainy. They put like a guy in a really like ninety sweater. Wow! With like they do, they went like Can they sing the clap on, they clap off song, clap on, clap, and they like oh, put it yeah. in the thing, the jingles, yeah, the jingles, and like the they went game. like really retro old school on it. And I was watching it. I was like, is this a parody? Like, am I watching like a trailer right. for something? Like, and it was for the real. Jingle like, game. Call this number makes a great gift. Like, and it just cut out like VCR form. Like it was totally like <laughs> it was it 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 was nostalgic as. Fuck. Like they're was, marketing, yeah. they're turning it up. They're like, you know what, dude? We're just gonna lean in. We're yeah. just gonna double down on like the fact that we're vintage. Yeah. Vint clap on. Dude, clap ons. You remember Slap Chop? No. Oh, you don't know Slap Chop? What's Slap Chop? It's uh this little dicer that you just smack the top on of it. Jesus. And uh you don't remember this guy? Vince? The same guy that did Sham Wow? No. You don't know Sham Wow? What's Sham Wow? Have you been living under an infomercial rock? Apparently, Sham Wow was probably one of the best infomercials in the last ten years. What's Sham Wow? Tell me about Sham Wow. Sham Wow was like this, maybe fifteen years. For all intents and purposes, it's just this rag. But what they do is, they wait, wait for the sound. Pop. Ah, we're popping bottles. Popping bottles. Uh, what they do is they're basically selling you the chamois, which is like basically like a towel, and a it's chamois. And it's this guy, Vince. That's the product? The yeah, chamois? The chamois. Sham wow. You'll be saying wow every time. That's your catchphrase. Because it's so absorbent. And and this guy really sells it. It's this crazy, skinny crackhead. And I, I and I say that because let me I'll continue the story to give you some, yes. some uh idea of who this guy is. Yes. With a headset, with a giant microphone on the headset for no reason. Yeah. And he's like, Hi, Vince here with Sham Wow. He's like, Olympic divers, they use this to dry off their skin. He's like, you know what's made in Germany? The Germans make great stuff. And it's like this all this crazy shit about a towel. And you're like, this, it's a damn towel. Like, right. And they're like, look how absorbent it is. And they put it like over like some spilt milk and it absorbs it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's a towel. Yeah. Like, that's how towels work. But they, they, he just really brute force sold this thing to you. That's crazy. And then he had the Slap Chop, which was another product. But then he had a falling out where he was like smoking crack cocaine. What? With a, and uh he got Dude, i did not expect this story to go to stu- crack yeah. cocaine yeah he was in florida he was uh he was caught under the influence of crack cocaine and doing crack cocaine i love how in florida is part of the story well yeah that's where he was <laughs> and then uh the police were called because a prostitute that he didn't pay beat him up he caught a beating from the prostitute he didn't pay and people called the cops on him bitch bitch left and then his career like just went out you telling me was, I'm telling you, look it up. Look like no BS right now. Take out your phone and look up Vince. I believe you. Just yeah. tell me the story. Shame wow. That's what happened. When was this? Uh maybe like 2008, I guess. I don't wow. know. Wow. And he's been out ever since? I don't know whatever happened to him. 
Wow. Maybe 2008 to 10-ish area. Yeah, maybe like 8 to 10 years ago. Wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Say it with your chest. Am I recording right now? Yeah, man. You're totally on. We're definitely not recording. The line's not moving. What are you talking about? It's absolutely moving. Look. Where is this? Oh, yeah. Baby, now it's moving. Maybe it's not moving. I just saw it move slightly. Yeah, I gotta move. Yeah, it's moving. Yeah, it's moving. Oh wait, wait so let's let's tie a bow. Let's tie a bow let's on the it. whole. Um, what about our famous person from history? God damn it! You go first. Okay. Mine's not gonna be nearly as good as yours. Mine isn't great. But fun fact of the day, boys and girls, strap in. Go ahead. Gentleman's name is Oidis Boykin. Oidis Boykin. Any idea? Ring any bells? Do you know this person by any chance? Have you heard of this name? No. All right. You're going to learn. Oidis Boykin. Gentleman was born in Dallas, Texas, 1920. 1920. We're going He's very modern. He's an African-American scientist. Indeed. And he graduated as a high school valedictorian in okay. 1938. And then in Dallas, Texas? Uh, I'm sorry? In Dallas? I believe so. Okay. And then went to, uh, yeah, Booker T. Washington High School, I believe. No way. Yeah. Pretty historic, no? Booker T. Booker T. And then he went to uh, Fisk University and graduated in 1941. So we're okay. looking at right around World War II. Okay. Right? He has um, 28 electronic patents. And specifically, what his claim to fame was the improved wire resistor, which then in turn, he created the first pacemaker control unit. Okay. And he was a electrical and aerospace engineer. He also... Uh, Devised circuitry for uh, automated flight control and uh, guided missiles. Really? Yeah. And the grand irony of this is he actually passed away of heart failure in 1982. That is sadly ironic. Yeah. But uh, a very, very underrated, I think, uh, American scientist. Did he face a lot of racial tension in his life? I would imagine so. Yeah, I didn't get too much into it because quite honestly, I didn't have time. But I would imagine so because uh, there were a few snippets about his, his sort of career trajectories and some of the things he had to sort of triumph over adversity. But very interesting, though, um, to learn about him. And I think partially why he's not so mainstream and known why as a famous American scientist because he's African-American. Wow. I mean, I went to uh, a, so? a school that's predominantly Caucasian. He was never mentioned as a great American scientist, discoverer, engineer. Just saying. For what it's worth, not to be too, you know, no, whoa I think, out there, but I mean, it's the truth, right? This guy's brilliant. Like, why, why was, come to think of it, I thought about, you know, I was, come to think of it, I can't think of very many African-American scientists Yeah, that we were taught about, right? and I'm sure there had to be plenty. There, there must be, right? So it's pretty wild. That's an interesting point. Great yeah. job. Great point. Yeah. So, and uh, science isn't something for just some race, ethnicity, religion, whatever. It's universal uh, truth. So, thought that would be interesting too. So, do you bring think up this gentleman, which was completely by happenstance, I was like, you know what? I want to learn about something today. I was like, how about this? Is my thinking was yeah? How'd you come how, across? How about it? right? So I was thinking I was like, I like electronics. Okay. Who's the guy that invented like a capacitor? Capacitor. And I was like, all right, you know what? Let me look at you know what? Maybe what about a resistor? And then I kind of got lost in the wormhole about resistors and capacitors and things like that. And then I was like, well, who invented this stuff? And one thing led to another. And I was like, oh, well, this guy had a huge improvement right. in uh, resistors and actually uh, invented basically the 
control unit for pacemakers. So right. I was like, this is so interesting. And then not only that, it didn't stop there. He did guided flight and missile guidance. Wow. So I'm like, this guy's how old amazing. Was he? How old was he when he died? Uh, was, well, let's see. He was from... Uh, 1920 to 82. 1920 to 1982. Wow. Yeah. Very recently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is World War II. He was doing all his work. Basically, around that World War II era, right? It's like 41, he graduated college. Wow. So I thought it was very interesting to learn about him. So that was, that was my little tidbit. Very of interesting. Going through the wormhole of knowledge very to figure out. Uh, Thanks for sharing. Yeah, man. So you think we we like, we like sort of erased African-American no, like, I don't subplots? Think it like, was erased. I think yeah, like, the give focus me the, was Give me the real on, deal on what happened there. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not like a sociologist, anthropologist or whatever, but I think... <laughs> anthropologist? Jeez. <laughs> I don't know who studies this, but uh, I guess a sociologist yeah. or something. But I would hazard to bet it's probably because racial times were different mm -hmm. in the 40s, right? Right. That maybe it didn't look so hot that an African-American gentleman was doing this. Maybe some, it would have upset too many people. To and say, during a time where they fame. probably were pressing every scientist on Earth to give them... Like, right, let's... Right. So probably this is actually the cool thing about needed, this, right? right? Is like, all right, shit, we're going to war, Right. We don't care, black, white, whatever you are. We need someone with the brains. Bodies and, and brains. we need whatever. Let's, you know, which is great. But lest we forget that when we go back to time of peace, right? Because like you lose talent that way. Interesting. You interesting know? you mentioned that. Just who cares? Very interesting. You know, I hate to be like, oh, I'm colorblind. Uh, colorblindness is actually not a good thing because you didn't embrace it. You know, aside from that thing aside, right? Like you lose talent out of people when you put up these walls of like, oh, this guy's different than me for X, Y, or Z reasons, or this person is different from me for X, Y, or Z reasons, you know, and then what happens? You, you, you lose that history. You might have lost that invention or that talent or whatever. But what happens when you don't invest in education is the downstream of that result is that not enough people go into science. That's true. And so what happens is, is that disproportionately when you, when you go to a hospital, they're more when you cut money as a government and you move right. it away from education and you put it towards anything else like economic development or infrastructure, good causes. Mind yeah. you, you know, like, a, you know, a state legislator can say we need to allocate 20 percent of of the taxpayer dollars to fix this bridge. And that's our civic duty. And we're going to do that. Right. And the public school will get 20 grand less. Like that happens across the country every oh, single yeah. day. Right. And the result of that decision is going to be drastically terrible. That's that's for sure. Yeah. And well, we still need our bridges, though. No one's putting money into those either. Well, the system is so tight. Our infrastructure is crap. <laughs> our infrastructure is crap. Yeah. Um, we absolutely are losing sort of the sense of, you know, for the future, it's all about immediacy. Well, yeah, of course. And We're living so, in the age of like five minutes ago, not right, even so now. So capital is going into like, you know, front-facing causes, things that like make the town look prettier or, you know, allow the yeah, right. values and to go Even when somebody or, gives for something to be known that they gave, they, they go out on a marketing campaign for it. Like, you know, this big company donated this much. It's like, okay, that's great. But why is there a campaign telling me campaign listen to me i can't even pronounce things correctly a campaign telling me that they did that like that's great they did that it should be reported on by like the news they shouldn't be telling me in their commercial how much they give like that's ridiculous yeah, that kind of thing that kind of thing yeah um and so at the end of the day i think 
to your point, the education system, it's, it's not even about the system. It's more about like the talent, like the crop. I think the crop is going to be a bigger reason why we lose sort of that edge. Um, well, the crop and also the crop is, is, is not being harvested in a way that is, is, is motivating to learn. Yeah. Uh, I think this goes back to, you know, teaching and, and really discovering a love of learning versus showing up to a classroom because you have to and getting drilled with some information that you supposedly have to learn, but is not interesting at all. Right. You know? Right. Right. Because how many classes have you been in where you're just like, why, what is this? Like, why do I need to learn this? I have no interest in this. This is ridiculous. How, well, how is do they change me? that? I mean, how do you change that? I don't that? know. I mean, curriculum is a curriculum, right? You have to teach the populace. A general of, set of yeah, info. sort of, uh, you got to start with geometry. You know what I mean? Like, right. x equals nine, you still need to find x. You know what I mean? Like, like, That's algebra. Geometry, algebra. I'm saying you, <laughs> you still need to... Um, you still y need equals to move, mx plus b. I got you. Right. You still need to move through the progression of curriculum. Right. Yeah. So how no. do you change that? Like... At some point, you need to take a, kid, a child's inherent natural abilities and interests and fuse them. Yeah. And that, I would imagine, takes a lot of time and effort and energy and detailed, specific, individual attention. Hard to do that in a classroom. How it's hard to do that, that in a classroom. Well, maybe, maybe not everyone is meant to be in a classroom. And we're not fostering other people's talents in different ways. Right. But Why does a you... kid have to go to like you know, high school or something and doesn't go like to a trade school. They're like, oh no, you got to go to high school till like you're 16 or 18 or whatever. Right. It's like, why right. don't that kid right. like, isn't there an apprentice? Maybe there is. Maybe I don't know. No, but it's why not isn't as prevalent there a as path think. Why for him that's like, hey, you know what? I want to be a mechanic. Right. That'd be so, I love cars. I love working with my hands. I love tinkering. Right. Like, why are you putting me, I mean, I understand that being a mechanic, you're in the classroom at some point in time because you right. have to learn about things. But it's like, why isn't his maybe shop skills um, bolstered more? Because he has, you know, some interest in that. You think that more kids need to flow out of the educational system traditionally and just move towards trade schools? Do you think trade schools should be more prevalent? Trade schools should totally be more prevalent. I think I might have said this before on the podcast or not. Like I have buddies that I went to high school with that are plumbers, electricians. And after high school, they, they did some trade. And they're working hard now. By no means is it a, a glamorous uh, life, but they're doing very well for themselves. Very, awesome. very well Just for themselves. Finding customers, doing the work. They're doing the work. They do good work. They're coded. They're, they, they have all the certificates and licensure. They do great, clean work. Some of them have uh, done work in my parents' house. Some of them have done uh, uh, business and everything. And they do, they're great. They and know they're what they're doing. doing. Very well. They know what they're doing. And that's not necessarily that you have to go to college to right. then get a job. It's like, right. no, not really. Right. Not really. Especially but it's just with not the internet. glamorous. It's not sexy. And it's not like I went to college. It was great. You know, it's like, well, did you learn anything? Nah. This is a great conversation. So first of all, let's talk about the value of a bachelor degree. The val So the pro so first of all, we need to start with with the, some of the, the the biggest fact, I think, is it really doesn't mean much. A bachelor's degree from Queens College, a bachelor's degree from, you know, Panera Bread University, whatever it is, it it doesn't really get you. Panera Bread used to be great when it first opened. No, you know what? I I travel on the road a lot. Yeah, I'll always mess with a Panera for lunch. You know why? I'll get a good clean salad, some soup. It's it's a solid safety option. 
when you're I, on the roads like but when i was uh when i was younger i don't know maybe it was just more naive i was like panera bread was good dunkin donuts was good too they used to make their like bagels like from scratch and not that was from a, a long time box. ago yeah yeah that and their cream cheese was like good it wasn't like didn't have a layer of film on it yeah and like that was a long time ago when a weird Duncan consistency yeah but anyway panera you know you can do worse especially on the road dude when i'm in like obscure cities dude, when i was in omaha for example all i ate was panera i would go to like the someone's burger joint no man i you do barbecue at certain cities but you have to do them in the right spots you gotta you can't do them do you make it a point to sample the local fanfare when you're yes. traveling? Yes. You got it, right? Like no, you can't I'm, just be like, I'm going to McDonald's or whatever. I don't know. So there's certain spots you know. Like in Tampa, they have a steakhouse called Burns. Okay. And that's that's a world-class spot. I don't like my steak burnt. Well, this is... I dude, know, I'm, I'm when I explain facetious. When I explain Burns to you, dude, can you imagine like 1950s, three-story, swanky, um, gentleman club, vibe, oak... Yeah, you're describing every high-end steakhouse. No, 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 no. This is like curtains. Yeah, that's every high-end steakhouse. It's not, it's not that kind of thing, dude. It's more like a hotel. It's like a three-story. That's story. every high-end steakhouse, Josh. No, oh, man. I can't explain it. We'll go We'll go in time. All right. I'm down. The steaks aren't even that great, dude. It's not about... I'm right, not, it's the feel. It's it, the ambiance. Yeah, it's, this place is iconic. Yeah, the, the steak way. is like an eight, but the, yeah. the place is yeah. like an 11, so yeah. it's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even say an eight. But it's one of those places where it's like it's it's just bizarre. Um, I like Sparks, you ever been to Sparks? Never been to Sparks. Oh, bro, never been. It's great. Never been. Where is it? In here, Manhattan. I never been. No. You were saying the value of an undergrad education is really not much, and so at the end of the day, when you take out debt to go through that system, when you really should have been a plumber, that's a disaster. Totally agree. But the question is, but the how thing do you... is also, though, I think there's somewhat of a lie in saying, do something you love. Yeah. And you'll be successful. Right. I think there's a lie in that. Unless you're exceptionally brilliant at what you do and you find that niche. But you don't believe you should do something you love? No, you should do something you love. I found something I love to do. Right. So. But you should also find something that you love to do that is going to be feasible for you to make money at the end of the day of course to survive you know what i love i honestly would love to just go live in a tent like on a mountain and just fish and just do nothing all day would you really i would love to do really that. i could do that really all for the rest of your life i could if, I honestly, if, but i need something rewarding i like what i do i like providing care for people right so you couldn't do what you're saying well i guess in theory i couldn't not in theory in practice in practice, as much yeah. as I dread the work, right? You know, right. I, I enjoy the misery of it, so to speak. You like the grind. I love the grind. I'm all about the grind. That's like my high. It's like hustle time. Let's go. More pressure. All right. Right. I, I don't get anything done if I don't have that. That's why you'll pressure. never get tired of it. Because for you, the whole thing is the grind. Whether yeah. or not you succeed or fail, it doesn't matter. You're enjoying the process. Yeah, that's true. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot. You love him. Is that what he says? Yeah. I've seen some of his... He pre- he, pre- can we dude, do a, he preaches this. Can we do a talk on him? Dude, I could do nine hours on Gary Vaynerchuk. Are you kidding I'm, me, dude? I, I'm I on the consume, fence with him. I'm not sold on him. I consume... Oh, let, let's go. I'm not sold. Let's go. No, no, no. We'll, we'll end go. with this. No, we'll end with this. We'll end with this. This is a cliffhanger. We can't end with this. We're going to be talking here for like three, four hours. Just go ahead. Let's hear it. No, 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 How much no, of Gary time. V did you consume? Let's start with Let's start with that. I, I see what it is. I see what it's doing. How much of it did you consume? He's, He's like up there hour, with me with like, hey, just sitting here with my Lamborghini in my garage. I love to read books. That's what he seems like to me. 
with all due respect. I think you need to give it more time. Maybe I need to give it more time. I hate all these personalities that are like, I'm going to help you because you can't help yourself. Here's what we're going to do. This is how you fix your life. Not Bullshit. Like you grab all. by the balls and you fucking exactly man, right. woman up or transgender up or whatever your identity is and you grind and you work and that's how you get through things. Literally all he says. Yeah, okay. So he's like my dad. He's literally your father. <laughs> he's like, that's you just why work. I think you love him. Like his, nah. his whole mantra is this. Shut the fuck up. Grind for seven years. Don't say a word. Just hustle for seven years. Yeah. And then you will be successful. That's that's life in a nutshell. Yeah, that's all he says. And don't care about what anybody else says of yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Just work hard. Yeah. Build a brand online. Actions monetize your brand. Monetize your brand. Whatever you do as as a business, do it online. Do it all. Make content. Sell content for money. Do what you love. Yeah. And you, work really. Then hard. you just yeah, but that yeah, make content and sell content online. That only works for like if you're like a fucking YouTuber or podcast no. or something. Yeah. No. What content am I gonna Josh make online as a doctor? Read the book. And sell online. What am I gonna do? Read Become Doctor Miami. Read the book. On Snapchat and dance in the operating room and wear a crown. That's ridiculous. Read your book. Just read the book. I don't have time to fucking read his book. Well, and I'm not I, gonna well, give him money for buying his book because that's I, how he also makes money. I'm gonna give you the book. <laughs> I'm not gonna read it honestly. I'm not gonna have time for all it. Right. Well. We can't argue about something that like you don't have the context on. I have a context on. I see what he's doing. Good for him. His whole point is if you, if you talk about what you love on the internet, somebody will pay you to talk about it. That just sounds like going to a psychic. Be like, oh, I see you work hard. <laughs> no. Oh, you are tired. <laughs> I, I just. Think, I was just thinking of you. You must be Jewish, right, Joshua? <laughs> You're like, all right, get the hell out of here. Dude, what do you mean? Us, why, why do I need? So, okay. That's what he, what, what I'm saying is his whole image is like, I'm going to, you need to work harder. That's his image that he's selling. No, man, you need to give him more that's, time. That's what he's selling. That's his brand. And then he has his offshoots of his tech companies and whatever else he does in his marketing stuff. But his whole thing is his brand is like, he's like, um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, with a giant smile and does motivational speaking. Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. Not like Tony Robbins. He's a business Tony Robbins. That's what he is. Not at all. Oh, listen, what you need to do is, all right, you see these crowns? Yeah, they look like horse's teeth, chiclets, actually. But I'm going to tell you now how to fix your life. Okay, let's smile. Huh. Great. It's not like that at all. It's, I don't know. I'm not sold on any of these these preacher, get your life together type of people. Call me a cynical bastard. He does preach. But I don't like that. He does preach. but he There's it. a difference between preaching and teaching. If you knew about his story he and seemed his too, humble beginnings. No, I know his humble beginnings. I read his story. I read the wiki. I got it. I don't have a wiki. <laughs> but that's that's good for him. I understand it. But it was like, all right. I don't know. He's I'd a, rather, honestly, his heart is in the right place. Trust me. Uh, what have you had dinner with a guy? I'm telling you, I know. Okay, good for him. But what I'm saying is, I'm not sold on it. I'd rather sit down with like if have dinner with him or who Warren Buffett. Who'd you choose? Warren Buffett. Right. That's who. But that's like, a really big. That's, that's a really right, big. Him or Bill Gates. Obviously, Bill Gates. Him or Steve Jobs. Obviously, Steve Jobs. Right. Like that's who, but like I don't know. But that's, like, if those I'm are really high. Those high are really high bars to look up. To, he's yeah. right after that, I'd say. Why not set up to the highest though? Oh, come on, man. I'm just saying, like he's in the middle. I, no, I I understand. I appreciate what he does. I get what he does. I understand. Just not. It's not. It's not sold for me. I know this. You're preaching to the choir. If I hear this, it's like yeah, this is fucking obvious. You got to work hard. Yeah, obviously. No I, I I would think that you would think his stuff is obvious. I definitely think that. So it doesn't do anything totally. for me. No, I don't think it would. I'm just saying I don't like think Like if I watch a show and I know what's going to the next guy's going to say, it's it's telegraphed. I'm like I'm not watching this shit. I think if he's going to tell me, "Oh, you need to work hard and you need to diversify your assets and build brand images and, you know, have different options." Yeah, no shit. That's how you do business. 
I just think you would appreciate his message. Yeah, but I don't appreciate necessarily a message that's going to be a yes man to me. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I need to hear something that I don't want to hear. Like this, I know I'm, what he's going to say. I know where he's going to go with it. Right? Like weren't we saying that movies suck because everything's telegraphed? Oh, this, so this is how I feel when I listen to it. Like I watched a couple of his videos. I watched two videos and then I got halfway through the third one. And I was like, this is enough. I, I get it. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, we got it, dude. All right. Fair enough. Not it's not that I'm like it. a hater. It's just like I can't stand it because I'm like, I see. I understand this. I get it. Right. It's nothing like, oh, shit, that's what I got to do. All right. <laughs> fair enough. I think his message is true and his heart's in the right place. It's like if, if you work out and have like eat clean and you know how to eat clean. And then you go to a dietitian. They're like, "Well, let's see. You got to reduce your carbohydrates." Yeah, well, a lot of people don't, man. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. So it's good for that audience. Yeah. But for me, I'm not in that audience because I get it. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. it just I live it. Totally. <laughs> totally. So let's just tie up that conversation about about plumbers and all that. Oh my word! He just got schooled. Nice. I don't even like basketball, but I like that play. That's why basketball is so, so successful. Because you can just watch a game and be like, oh, that's cool. Like this right here? Yeah. I, I don't care for this. A bunch of pick and rolling and a bunch of rotating and putzing it off, trying to make... Like, this doesn't do anything for me. So you didn't grow up watching the NBA. You're just not an NBA fan. No, I, I did. I just never caught me. Hockey? They're just skating back and forth, right? I love hockey. I could watch hockey all day. Really? Really? Yeah. How about baseball? Baseball, okay. A notch or two above basketball. Football? Football's up there. Would you, rather watch, or... would you rather watch football or hockey? Ooh, good question. That's a really good question. Probably football. Football's like at a 10. Hockey's like a 9.5. Yeah. Dude, Pats. Pats. Pats, they're primed again. I've been spoiled. Dude, I believe Pats that he's going to... Kids, though, that are younger, like younger Sox fans, so spoiled. All they know is like just wins and great seasons. If you're 21 years old and you started watching like the Pats when you were 14, 15. Yeah. So you were an adult and you could remember yeah, it. And, right. Not an adult, but you were old enough to like. Bledsoe. If you went you through. Know, right. You don't know who. who right, you is. just You just woke up after Tom's first Super Bowl. Yeah. What was that? Like eight, nine years ago. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's huh? pretty wild. And you saw two Red Sox championships. Yeah, you'd be a pretty spoiled fan. And now you saw the Celtics, the KG era. Yeah, you see the Celtics the KG now. KG era. You that went was, through two that, era of of. I'm not Dynasty a big basketball Celtics. fan, and I know about that. Yes. Yeah. You went through Ray all of that, and Kevin Garnett just. Oh my! That was the best. You went through a whole rebuild, and now you have the best team in the East by a country mile. Yeah. That is bizarre. Yep. So. I, Dude, in New York, we have none of that. Like, the Jets suck. The Mets suck. The Nets suck. You guys have the Yankees, which aren't the doing Giants so hot. They're, they're past their heyday. The Yankees weren't good for a long time, yeah. like, by New York standards. But yeah. for about three or four years, they were pretty much out of it. Yeah. Um, now they're back. But other than the Yankees, we don't have anything. The Rangers are terrible. I love the Rangers, though. Aren't you a Bruins fan? I'm a Bruins fan. Then Rangers number two, baby. So I love to going to Madison Square Garden, man. Watching the Rangers at the Garden, it's great. I'd Even though the go. Garden for me is... Can we go to a game? I'd, I'd love to. to. I'd love to. Can we go to one? I'd love to. Let's make it happen, bro. My little cousin met Lundquist, signed a stick. No way. Yeah, Henrik. What a great guy. Henrik. What a great guy. Henrik rules for the city. Yeah. 
on the regular. Yeah? Yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah, Henrik. Uh, Henrik does it. Yeah. Henrik. Uh, Little Zuccarello. I, I, I love it. The Rangers are... Are they bad? Are the Rangers bad? I don't, see, I don't know they're anything decent. about hockey. They're decent. They're not... Like, are they supposed to be god-awful? I'm, I'm giving them a little bit more credit. They're okay. Hold on. So let's end with this. You're from Boston, but you love New York. Is that like not cool with your friends? No, no. I love Boston. Boston is number one till the day I die. But you're not supposed to like like New York if you're no, from I, Boston. Why, why am I not supposed to? Because I'm Boston and New York hate to... each other. That's why. No, no, no. In the sports arena, I'm a Sox fan to the death me. Absolutely. Even a city thing like Bostonians and New Yorkers, they don't get Listen, along. Listen, I have to come here for fucking work, all right? Dude, I'm I wear I wear a Red Sox hat, so I'm, I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it while I can, and New York is still a great place. It's just not a place where I would call home, per se. It's a place where I see it as a place to work hard and play hard, but it's not home for me. And so, it's not a place where I would raise a family. So your friends from, like, your people from but Boston. But life happens, right? So if you got to raise a kid in the city, you got to raise a kid in the city, you know? There's his big memories. <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference to. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just think it's funny. Uh, funny. Just funny. Are you insinuating that something about... I nurses make memories. <laughs> they provide great care. They provide great, terrific care. So people from Boston. Yes. They don't mind New Yorkers? So that's like a misnomer? I don't. You're, I don't think anybody about other vehemently people. like despises and hates like, oh, fucking New Yorkers, get out of here. I mean, I'm sure yeah, there's somebody. Kinda, the media kind of makes scheme, it that way no, between Bostonians like and New Yorkers. Yeah. It's like how you like uh, hate your brother. You know, it's like friendly competition. Got it. Okay. But then so the sports all. thing is the sports thing. The sports thing is the sports thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Well, I know yeah, all about yeah. the sports thing. That's easy. Yeah, not right. necessarily. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, tune in next week where we dive into chiropractors. Chiropractors. Let's do that. That should be an interesting one. And my history lesson, because you did yours this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop mine. Yeah, Josh week. over here, Mr. Mysterious. He's like, oh, I'm just going to one-up you next time now that I heard you say your bullshit. <laughs> no, my, mine wasn't About great. some African-American scientist. No, I'm going to I was one. honest. The stuff you brought today, my stuff wouldn't have compared, so there's no reason to bring it. It's not a competition, man. It's just... I want you to succeed, bro. If you first you don't succeed, try and try again. Pick yourself up and try again. Dude, look at this. Dude, look at this NBA. That's the NBA I miss. Just fucking 10 footers back to the basket. You like the throwing short elbows. Don't you? Throwing elbows. That's what I miss, man. When defense mattered, nobody hoisted up threes. Yeah. It was just it was just dude, going to the lane. They used to have basketball Knicks, players have gone They used to have enforcers too. But they used to have enforcers whose only job it was. Remember Charles Oakley? If you grew, grew oh, up, oh yeah, dude, they would bring in Charles Oakley for no reason Just other than to do damage. Like yeah. you came through the lane, all he did was foul. He'd come in, get three fouls, sit back down. Yeah, they would just come in about three minutes, three fouls, sit down. I mean, that's all he would do. He would just knee you, like sort of like throw elbows. Like you think Draymond is ugly? Like go back and watch Charles Oakley highlights, dude. He would, you would, he would literally slap you. He would just like take his hand and just come down, you. hard foul you, like get the ball and just hold you down. I was just going for the ball. Yeah. You, you just happen to be in the way. You got to pay the price, man. You come down. Pay the, the toll. You can pay the toll. That's toll right. needs a toll to be paid. That's right. Anyway. I got another closing note. Yes, go ahead. Thought of this kind of funny. Do you think uh, white supremacists in the KKK have a hatred for aphrodisiacs? Let's leave that for next week. Okay. That, that's that's way too deep.
I need to like digest that. Pretty funny though, isn't it? <laughs> that's think that, about it. That's a that's a tall drink of water right there. That's a tall glass <laughs> it's of water. Pretty fucking funny, <laughs> that is though. that is hilariously funny and also <laughs> quite simply too much. <laughs> that's too much to talk about <laughs> right now. That's too much to talk about right that now. That should be the cl- Thanks for joining us. Thank you so folks. much. I wish you all the best. Have a great weekend. As always, uh like, subscribe, all that jazz and why not? Yeah. Whatever. If you like what we're doing, uh sure. throw a comment, give us a rating. Uh yeah. I don't necessarily know if it helps us, but it makes us feel good. Spread love. Yeah. Spread love. Yeah. Show love. And if you don't like us, Show love. It's the holiday season. Say you don't like us, but don't be too mean. Happy Hanukkah to anybody out there listening. Yep. Yep. Happy Hanukkah. Chanukah. Festival of Lights. All right. Thank you. Deuces.